Outside the Box. Standing by to join me is writer-director Cherie Salerio, and she's going to talk about her new film that she is almost done with. Is that correct? Yes, almost done. <laughs> and the title, it's Black Girl Blue, correct? Correct. Uh, the official trailer is going to be up on the show blog, and the website, again, is otbseries.com. As I mentioned, I love the power of Facebook and social media because I heard about you from someone else who was on my show. Um, I just want to give a little teaser. The film highlights the struggles of Black women with mental illness, including how stereotypical definitions of Black women, such as strong Black woman myth, impact the mental health challenges of so many people. I want to welcome you to the show, and I want to thank you for taking the time to talk with me. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to chat with you. What made you decide to create this film? Was it something that you've personally experienced? Tell me about that. Yeah, so Black Girl Blue, um, I call it a love letter from my heart because it was born from my personal experiences with mental health challenges. Mm -hmm. um, if I think about my childhood and different things that I experienced, I feel like I've always um, lived with anxiety in some form. Um, and I think it started um, probably right around probably kindergarten, actually, um, because for the first few years, I went to school and lived in a predominantly African-American neighborhood, but then my family moved to a predominantly white neighborhood. And so I, I'm also, or I often feel out of place um, because students would do things like sniff me and- What? You know, Yes, I had someone sniff me. They were like, oh, you don't stink. I thought Black people stink. And so I had somebody else tell me that I was ugly because I was Black. And so I was hyper aware of the way I was perceived and the way that Blackness was perceived in this environment where I was yeah. one of only maybe a handful. And so I was definitely anxious. Um, of course. How could you not be with that? <laughs> yes, yeah. extremely anxious. And then, and then when the kids who looked like me started coming. I was teased because I was tall for my age. I was probably five foot five, five foot six in, in fourth grade. And then I'm a darker skin. So I was teased for being darker skin. So it was like, where's my place here? Because exactly. I feel like nobody, yeah. nobody gets yeah. me. Um, well, excuse but, me, where were the teachers in all this? Now where's, I don't know. Nowhere. No, no. Yeah. 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 So um, my outlet though, because of that was like using my family camcorder to like record myself dancing and singing nice. and, you know, reciting monologues and things like that. So that was my outlet. Wow. Um, so fast forward to um, 2016 and the one person who I did feel comfortable with and who I could talk to about my dreams and anything was my uncle uh, Vornell. And so he lived with, um, uh, a mental illness. He lived with schizoaffective disorder, which is like a mix of bipolar and uh, schizophrenia. Okay. And so he passed away unexpectedly. Um, and I mm. didn't know what to do with that grief and that pain and that loss. So I went into work mode. So I was um, in a filmmaking training program. I was a, a, a merchandiser at Hallmark. So I was restocking cards in different stores. I was working on a freelance web series. So I was doing entirely too much to avoid yes. what I was going through, sure. um, you know, kind of put that cape and mask on and like, I'm okay. I'm yeah. still you know, I got making this. a dream. Go, 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 go. Yeah, I, I get yeah. this. I'm good. Mm -hmm. But um, a year later, everything caught up with me. Um, I was depressed. I didn't have, I couldn't enjoy the good things that were happening in my career. 
Um, I was numb. And so I had a conversation with a woman who I was friends with for almost 10 years at the time about what I was experiencing. And um, she wasn't the only person who I heard things like this from, but she told me that I was ungrateful for, for being depressed. I didn't have a reason to be depressed. Yes, and that exactly exactly and that what I was going like she wasn't concerned or didn't care about what I was experiencing and so I started thinking you know how many other people out here have these perceptions and like where is this coming from so I started thinking about the mode that I immediately went into after my uncle passed was like well maybe it has something to do with this expectation of black women being strong no matter what we're going through experiencing whatever life throws at us and so I wanted to explore that and was like, wow, what, how did I, when did I feel comfortable, you know, like being my true self and being open and honest. And that was when I was younger in front of the camcorder. So I was like, um, like, duh, I'm already a filmmaker in a program, but like, that just makes sense. And so on Facebook, I made a post (laughs) and I said, if you're a black woman and you deal with mental health challenges and you want to tell your story, let me know, send your information in this Google form. Uh, Several women did. I did the same thing for crew and we Mm -hmm. filmed in September, 2019. We semi-finished it last September. Um, It's been in festivals. It's won several awards. And, um, the most amazing thing about it is getting like messages from black women who tell me that they feel less alone after watching it. They feel free after watching it and they feel that there's some type of hope for healing. And so, um, yeah, I'm in a process of, you know, making sure as many women as possible see it and, right. you know, we all get the healing that we need. Yeah. As I mentioned to you, I felt like this would be perfect for outside the box because I started the care initiative and you kind of fit into several of, of aspects of the care initiative, specifically, obviously the mental health, attention to mental health, but also educating us on what it's like to sit in your shoes. That's so yeah. important. Yeah, it is. And that, and that is the power of storytelling is to um, have people see, you know, you don't know what someone is going through. And when you're going through something, the main thing I feel like is isolating and it's just as painful as feeling like you're the only one and that no one understands it and so to be able to create something that shows other black women that you're not the only one and that we understand you and like this is what we've been through is I don't know it's just it's just something beautiful and we also I also created like a a virtual community for us to do the same thing so so yeah now, do you think you'd, you'd get uh, children to join in, you know, uh, teens and high schoolers, college students? It would be great. Yeah, so I've definitely thought about incorporating uh, the youth, um, especially because I received an opportunity like last summer to have youth help me create some social media content for it. And for whatever reason, I didn't expect them to be so engaged and interested in you really? know, what Black Girl Blue is focused on. I don't know. I guess because I don't know. I I was more serious or I guess um, concerned about those things. But I guess I don't know. I guess just being older, like they're not interested in this. They're interested in maybe TikTok or, you know, Instagram. (laughs) But but think about it. What you're doing, the impact that could make on their lives and lifting them up Mm -hmm. and then spreading the message on Instagram and TikTok, et cetera, et cetera. um, That could be a wonderful thing. Yes, yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Right. Because right. you know, you know what it felt like to struggle. And, and because we are in a mental health pandemic, how do you think 
what, what are you hearing as far as the struggles, you know, of women? I'm hearing a lot of overwhelm, um, not only from um, just already being in a space where we're taking a lot of different things. So we're working, we're taking mm -hmm. care of a home. We may have a, a significant other, a partner. And um, the fact that a lot of women have had to, you know, be teachers on, on top of everything, everything. else yeah. has been overwhelming. Not having that separation has been harder to have that self-care time or, you know, time to just unwind. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely a lot of overwhelm, anxiety, um, grief, particularly, um, you know, after, you know, George Floyd um, last last May, um, it's just a lot of things piled on to what, you know, we're already trying to manage. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like you've created this bond, this um, connection with people, people you've never met. And that's probably been really powerful. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, I, I've connected with people from not only around the U.S., so from Atlanta to L.A., New York, um, Texas, but some people from like the U.K., so like overseas. Like, And I, that's something that wow. I never imagined. Um, but I was able to screen the film at an organization in the U.K. And I'm like, how did you even find me? And of course, it's the power of the Internet. But it's just been beautiful to just understand like how important this project is and why it needed to be done. Because a lot of the time when you're creating, you feel like, oh, no one needs this, or this is just something that I'm interested in, or um, this would be something that no one will care about. And that's part of what you have to work through to actually, you know, make it happen. Yeah. And so when you do it and, and it's something that people feel and something that they resonate with, um, it just makes me grateful that I actually, you know, answered the call and, and, um, yeah. work through those things to make it happen. It's almost like you have a little bit of imposter syndrome, like, mm -hmm. oh, what I have to say is not that important. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at you and look at the lives you're touching. It's mm -hmm. so important. I mean, mental health has been a huge topic of conversation for over a year and a half now. And we can't, we can't overlook the fact that there are so many people suffering, you know? Yeah, yeah. So tell me where can people see the film? I know I put the trailer uh, up on my show blog, but where can people learn more about the film? Yeah, so you can learn more about the film at blackgirlblue.com. Mm -hmm. um, and you'll be able to watch the official trailer, the teaser trailer, sign up for our uh, newsletter, which will, um, Send soon about upcoming screenings. I'm going to start hosting them online virtually yeah. um, this coming year. Um, but we're also working with different organizations, mental health organizations, universities to screen um, with their communities as well. What advice would you give um, someone who is struggling right now? You know, they 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 kind of have gone through what you've gone through or what other people have gone through. What what advice would you give? I would want them to know that it's okay not to be okay. And I know we hear that a lot, but, mm -hmm. um, and something that I still work through myself is, um, understanding that it's okay for me to have these emotions. It's okay for me to experience them. Um, and a lot of the time they are temporary. Um, a lot of the times I will receive relief. And then when I'm not receiving relief, then there's help. Um, out there to help me get to that point. 
And so it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to seek help. It's okay to talk to someone who you trust and feel safe with about what you're going through. And um, healing is possible. Now, what it has been like um, making this film? Because I believe in the power of creativity and having purpose and meaning. Has this just absolutely lifted you up? It truly has. And now that I think about it, I think just understanding that there are other Black women who have been dealing with some of the things that I've dealing with, not even just anxiety and depression and grief, but, you know, childhood trauma and things like that. Um, just like uncovering that veil and saying, you know, forget you the shame and all the things that have you hide because of it um, has been amazing. And then just the day that we filmed, I experienced so much anxiety really? to the point where I could feel it like vibrating. I say describe it as like vibrating within and throughout my body. And that may help me to see, hmm, I may want to, you know, look into this or start um, incorporating some tools or practices to help me manage that because it was really like off-putting at first. Yes. Um, and so it, it, it revealed that to me about myself. And then it also encouraged me to go to therapy starting last year because I was, my anxiety went, was through the roof after George Floyd and, you know, with the pandemic, you know, feeling unsafe and, um, it brought up a lot of things from childhood. So I started going to therapy and, um, experienced a deep healing that I never knew I, um, needed or could experience. Yeah. Ironically, I started going to therapy as well in the pandemic because of childhood trauma and things that had happened. And it's so interesting when you look at the things you've suppressed and they keep you from moving forward in a healthy way because you have a lot of negative self-talk and shame and all this other stuff. And when you're finally able to kind of go deep into that closet or whatever you want to call it and pull that stuff out and go, you know what? that was then, and this is now, and I'm a lot stronger than I think I am. And then you work from building that confidence, you know what I mean? And moving forward mm-hmm. in a healthy way, there's like no limit to what you can do. And I love the sign in the background. I think it says I can, and I will. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I have another one. The, well, the one above says done is better than perfect because I know because of what I've experienced, that's my thing. If it, if it's not, if I can't do it perfectly, I'm not going to do it, but I'm learning that, you know, growing and becoming better and becoming perfect is better than, you know, not doing it at all. So that's yes. helpful to me as well. Plus, I don't know about you, but once you've, you're done with the project, it's such a sense of accomplishment that you can kind of like breathe and you, and you're like, okay, what's next? Mm-hmm. And something's like kind of hanging on and, and, we procrastinate or whatever happens, there's no sense of closure. And it feels really good to take something and have it on that shelf and move forward. Yeah, it feels it feels amazing. Um like I've I feel like I've always been the type of person to like finish what I start, sometimes to my detriment. <laughs> but um but to this is my first time I feel like really bring something to something to life that is from my heart and my mind. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, I wanted to have impact and it actually does that. And so I feel like, um, I don't know, people describe it as a spiritual process and that's how I would describe it as well. Yeah. Um, it feels affirming, I guess that's the best way to, to say it. 
I look at it as you are teaching us how to become better humans because you're teaching us how to be compassionate and empathetic and sit in other people's shoes, which is so important. Don't you think? I think it's, it's paramount. Like we, a lot of what we experience and go through life is because people don't have empathy. Um, I know, or feel like if other people were empathetic, I wouldn't have experienced, you know, that friend saying what she said to me. Yes. Um, I wouldn't have experienced certain things that I did growing up. And so, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's very important. Well, I want to thank you so much. This is a very important film you've made. I think there are so many lessons to it and I hope a lot of people see it. And especially, I hope it's introduced to, uh, young adults. Thank you. I appreciate that. And that's the goal. That's, what I'm that's the goal. And uh, I can't wait to see what's next for you. Because I, when I looked at this, I thought, oh, wow, this is only the beginning. Uh, that, I've heard that a few times. So I appreciate oh, that. definitely. <laughs> Where can people find out more about you? Yeah, so you can find out more about me at ShariceAlario.com. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, IG. I'm on Facebook a little bit, but my faves are Instagram and Twitter. Um, sign up for my newsletter to figure out, you know, what I'm doing next. And like you said, this is just the beginning and I'm looking forward to what's next. Fantastic. Great meeting you. Nice meeting you too.